Hi, this is Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about one of our great sponsors called Revenge Lover Designs. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the 4i Radio Network. This is podcast, but we are back with a brand new episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast, only on the Four Eye Radio Network. Of course, I am Stevo, and I'm Anna. And that's right, we are back. And before we get started, we'll say you can listen to us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Podcast Directory, and Player FM. And weird part is, is I read that completely out of order, and I still got all the shit we're on. Woo. So I would give myself a medal, but in this day and age, medals don't mean shit. This so. Is true. You get a medal for participating. Yeah, basically everyone gets. So technically I get one just for showing up. Uh, <laughs> we are brought to you by Revenge Lover. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. And she gets a medal for making all the awesome logos. Yes, and updating the all brand new Arcade Bros page. But we're not here to talk about video games right now. We're here to talk about horror news. But before we get into any horror news, which actually surprisingly I found a lot this week. Um, I'm just going to, I'm not even going to bury the lead, but a lot of reboots are in the works apparently. So, um, but before we get started, let's talk about what's new with everybody's week. And I know Anna, Anna, I'm trying, I'm trying something new with you this week because you really don't give too much in the stuff, but I'm basically what I want people to do is they listen and they, they know a little bit about your life then, and then they can be brought into this world and they're like, wow, I wonder how Anna is doing this week. Um, I'm good. Um, just a lot of work. Mm -hmm. So, which is always exciting. And Um, I'm waiting on getting my bass guitar back from my sister. So I highly doubt she's listening, but if she is, I want it back. Um, uh, and before we also jump into stuff, but, uh, big plans for, because of course when people are listening to this, this should be Thanksgiving, unless you are tuning in after the Thanksgiving holiday, because we understand people are going to be busy, but what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I am going over to my parents for Thanksgiving. Super exciting, but um, I'll probably be spending most of the weekend over there since my car is broken. Mm. Now, are you doing anything? Um, you making anything? Do you ever make anything for Thanksgiving, or do you just kind of bring something like, here, well, this is not store-bought, even though it has a tag on it, because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first couple of years that... After I moved out, I didn't bring anything because I was a terrible cook, and I'm still not that great. But last year, I made, or the last couple of years, I've made uh, the green bean casserole, so I'll probably um, 
Wow. Well, I think I'll probably just make it at my parents' house, but... So creepy. Why? Uh, Ex-fiance used to make that all the time. That is creepy. And then she would get angry with me because she's like, he would never eat it. I'm like, I told you, I don't like green beans. Yeah, I don't blame you. I hated green beans for a really long time, mostly because they came out of the can, so then they always tasted like aluminum and they were disgusting. And Mm. then I like soaking in their... Like the green bean juice. Could be a horror movie. Green bean casserole coming next Thanksgiving. Well, green bean casserole is good, and mine is actually good because my mom always gets like the fresh kind Mm. of green beans, and so it's actually like pretty good. And I put a shit ton of the Lipton Lipton onion Mm. soup mix on it. Yeah, like I know there's that, and then you put in the weird Frito Lay whatever. um, Oh, I don't do that. Oh, some people do that. I just pour a bunch of the crunchy onions on top because it makes it taste. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. There's a Frito Lay's like their own brand of like the crunchy onions that they have oh. for that, and that's usually where people just grab that can and go, "Oh, this is where the recipe came from," kind of thing. Yeah, because it's never been made before. No, because <laughs> you know, so many people think it's their original ideas. You know, like I, oh, I didn't know Frito Lay's did, but oh, I, I'm wrapping my desk for Christmas. I am the most original human being in the world. Oh, people are stealing my ideas. You know, sorry, I. I get really bitter during the holiday season because I hate when people – like me, I'm being smart this year. And nobody knows about it except for two people at work, and no one's going to see it coming. And I'm going to have the most original idea this year at my work desk is uh, I will have a Christmas tree. Now, that's not original. I understand that. But I am bringing in oh, – or trying so to original. find – I know. I am trying to bring in a bunch of Krampus decorations I'm looking for or constructing myself to bring in to do them on my desk. So um, – Spoilers. I know what's going to happen is people are going to be like, and then next year, if it's, oh, that's kind of cool, I guarantee next year I'll start a trend where everyone's like, oh, no, it's kind of Krampus. For-. I'm like, fuck you. You didn't know what Krampus was until the movie came out, you cock whores. That's true. I'm so nice. Totally. Um, but Krampus is amazing, and it's a very interesting story. Yes, which actually I'm curious about since we might be able to leave work early that day it comes out. <gasps> Wait, uh, seriously? Well, if, if it's the if it's during the, the that that it's during that work related thing we have going on Friday and stuff like that. This coming out Friday? Mm, it comes <gasps> out on the fourth. So I'm curious if we do leave with enough time before I have to do socially <gasps> awkward, maybe we go see it and then we because next week that's what we're gonna talk about. Or the not next week, but the following week we'll have the Krampus movie review and everything like that. And actually since I've been building a shit ton of websites, uh finally got all the stuff back for two of the websites. Uh, Raven has been really good at helping out with um, Arcade Bros, but I have to put everything together for Longbox Cast. But after doing that, I was in th- thinking about it, thinking if things work out and people like this podcast, we'll probably, because I was talking with Anna and we realized it's really scarce, surprisingly scarce for horror movie news on the net. I think I maybe found maybe three legitimate sites that are consistent with actual news and updates and stuff like that, but it's really few and far between. Um, so we figured maybe we'll give our own like movie reviews, put together a website, and also find horror movie news to post and things and stuff like that. Try to do character spotlights, which actually we'll be doing this week for the first time um, with all the different ideas. So like we said, go ahead, follow us on Facebook. Give our Facebook page a like. Also, don't forget to follow us on the Twitter at BHorrorCast. You know? uh, like I said, we're still waiting for those uh, movie trailer stuff. If you guys want to put together, like, give us a name, and we'll go ahead and create like a little teaser trailer with music and a little production on the podcast. Of course, it's all going to be ad lib because I'll just make shit stuff off at the off the top of my head. 
But and then again, like we said, we're gonna do character spotlight, meaning like mystical creatures, where did they come from, everything like that. Um, also, if you guys have your own kind of horror movie or not horror movie, but horror stories or creepy things that have happened to you, Just feel paranormal free. Paranormal stories in yeah, general. Yeah, anything like that. Go ahead and write us, send us in. Uh, we have a you know email, Facebook, all this kind of stuff. So anything yeah, you want to do. Kind of, you really don't have an excuse for not talking to us. I mean. Some of you even have my phone number, so you can't say, oh, I don't know how to contact you. Well, it's, like, it's not even that. I mean, it's like almost impossible to not contact someone. So, Well, like we're saying, <laughs> we're just trying to build uh, me. We're just trying to build fan base and everything like that. So, you know, Steve I mean, is. I'm just getting pissed off at you guys because you're not talking to us. Well, no, I, I mean, honestly, we rarely get anything on the other podcasts that I'm on, too. So it's, it's just weird. I, I understand that people get... You know, social media. Uh, it's not until you become famous that people are like, "Oh, I want to write into you." But yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, so yeah. I guess so, I'll start having to have to start wearing sluttier clothing then. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to. Well, we're hopefully working on a brand new logo. When I talk to Raven, come up with some ideas and pitch some ideas to you, so we'll have a brand new logo coming up. So yeah, so a web page might be in the works in the near future, trying to give you guys a lot better like. No offense to anybody who's out there who does horror movie news and stuff like that, but I understand it's very scarce. And I do appreciate the sites that we are able to find stories on, but it is very far. Very few and far between. And yep. it's actually the few that we have found that has a lot of good information, but I feel like it could be like it's it's sort of like trying to pick up like a part there, a part there. And it's yeah. literally just like scouring the Internet, trying to find like trying all to... the information you can about one horror movie. So. Yeah, basically. So um, so but we're yeah. just trying to consolidate your search. It's yeah, basically, we're trying to be like the uh, hub, just the one stop hub that you can come to and just go, oh, OK, this is interesting or this is not. So um, I'm really not trying to pick and choose on stuff like, oh, this is interesting to me. This is all I'm going to talk about kind of thing. I kind of want to touch upon anything and everything that we can. So. Uh, but again, kids, yes, you are missing out. Anna is wearing a slutty outfit today. Her boobs are are popping out of this corset she is wearing. Um, she's wearing stockings and high heels and just prancing around. She's not even they're not sitting stockings, down. Stockings or fishnets. She's just strutting around her stuff and things like that. So it's like you guys are missing out. I know what you're thinking. Like I know what you're gonna say. You guys should get a webcam. You want us to get a webcam? Then maybe you should hit on some of the sponsors we have. Like at Amazon.com, you go to the Sasquatch page, click on Sasquatch.net, and then click on the Amazon banner, and then shop like you normally do. Maybe we'll get some funds, or maybe you want to be gracious enough and just send us free gifts and things like that so that would be um, awesome that'd be great and we also have other sponsors that are going to be starting up soon uh won't talk about those just yet but let's just say it's going to be it's going to be in everyone's wheelhouse soon so but without further ado because i think that's all i have to say for this week of course happy thanksgiving everybody if you're tuning in if you're not tuning in exactly on thanksgiving happy belated thanksgiving and hopefully you survive black friday i'm surprised that hasn't become a movie yet what? Oh, Black Friday? Yeah, Black Friday. But it's not even like – all you have to do is just film – this is the – spoiler ideas, and people are probably going to steal this idea now. Low-budget movie, perfectly. Just pull out your cell phone and then just film it all in black and white and just film literally shit that happens on Black Friday and then just cut it together with a mediocre storyline be like – Hey, Mom, I'm going out. <laughs> you should go out. It's Black Friday. I'll be fine. Everything's good. No, no. You, no, we have to come up with a new, like, uh, new, new kind of new villain for okay. Black Friday. Black Friday villain. <laughs> a new Black Friday villain. Uh, but, yeah. Maybe um, some Jewish guy. I don't know. Oh, they. Why, they. 
Okay, so anyways, but speaking of, um, this is actually not horror movie news, but it is kind of horror picture-like. Uh, apparently, I don't know if you, I think you, you, I found the story and they were like, oh yeah, I read about this, but I haven't watched the uh, news feed or anything like that. We will post this link up onto the um, Facebook uh, page, but... Well, uh, actually, I was just going to say, this isn't the thing that I heard about. This is actually the, I guess, I'm guessing this is the second or third occurrence, but it's not the occurrence that I originally heard about. So okay, apparently well, it's happening quite more, often. Okay, quite often. Well, this was just posted on November 24th of 2015. Uh, but spiders invade Memphis neighborhood, just like a horror movie, they say. So spiders take over a neighborhood. Now, that's actually a movie that we're going to have to put in the wheelhouse uh, after reading this. I was like, you know what I haven't seen in a while? Uh, arachnophobia. Or Eight-Legged Freaks. Well, eight like uh, what I like about I love that movie. Actually, we should probably do, well, we could probably do a whole month of just spider related <gasps> movies. Yes. But yeah, arachnophobia would definitely be. But eight legged freaks. What I like about eight legged freaks, it knows how corny it is, and it plays off of that very well. It's actually like that movie Slither, where it knows yeah. it's a it knows it's a just a campy kind of horror film, but it plays off of that. I really do like those kind of horror films where they just kind of like we're like we know this is dumb. But we're get, and actually you have like oh shit wow that was actually like oh that was fucking good you know kind of thing yeah. so but yeah well I mean the great thing about eight legged freaks is it it does the same thing as um, cabin in the woods which I know I bring this movie up all the time because it's one of my all time favorite horror movies it I was about to takes, say is that like your is that like your bible of horror movies it's starting to be like you're, yes, you're just all like well they he, 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 well, the, the thing cabin about in the it woods is, says. the thing about it is they did the very similar thing that Scream did and that they took the horror movies that were coming out made it campy, but then gave it a unique twist at the end. Yes. And I absolutely love the ending of Cabin in the Woods because I did not expect that to be the ending. And it was just, it was brutal and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was a very, very well-written movie, which is actually by Josh Whedon as well. Ooh. Who's done the but Avengers yes. and all that kind of stuff. Eight-Legged Freaks is a great spider movie, especially if you're scared of spiders because it's, frightening in parts if you're afraid of them but at the same time it's got an awesome ending and i love the part with the perfume so great mm. but yeah so um but reading about this little uh, thing it's uh this one's actually a funny quote they have it is like they're just in the air they're flying everywhere um that's what one person oh says. yeah they said they all on the house on the side of the windows apparently not they are all well, no these are, you do realize this, this is from yeah the, yeah North uh, Memphis. So. It's from Tennessee. Yeah, we all got some fucking speeders. They just in the air. They ain't doing, you know, shit for the other shit. Are they, are, is Tennessee racist? Probably. Because it's like, man, it's bad enough we got folks that ain't working. Now we got spiders ain't working. <laughs> this is just, oh, yeah. You just have them outside picketing. You're like, no more spiders. And spiders <laughs> are like, that's about the same rights as everybody else does. They're like, we're just trying to get to Georgia. Yeah. You damn spiders in your fucking webs. Think you own the place? Dude. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of anyway, interesting. Sorry. Um, you have anything else to this story? Um, well, it did happen a few months ago where I guess a bunch of spiders made like parachutes out of their webs and were floating all over the place. See, you show so, you show Charlotte's web to one spider one time and they get fucking ideas. Well, this is why you don't show them World War II movies. Because then they start making parachutes out of their webs. Mm. 
Um, anyways, but no, that's all I got to add to that one. Okay, no, that's fine. But I figured that was actually like not really horror movie news, but actually kind of, kind of, kind of interest. I wouldn't say like terrifying because I'm like spiders are spiders. Unless you're Matthew from Socially Awkward, <laughs> fucking hate spiders. So I'm sure They're if he, so I'm sure cute. when he finally listens to this podcast, he's gonna be like. Um, but yeah, here we go. So, <laughs> He's going to be like, skip this part. Yeah, skip, skip, this, this, part, part. skip um, this part. But yeah, so uh, this is from the Shock Till You Drop page. Um, so I don't know. I remember hearing about this a while ago. Not this particular uh, remake or reboot. But uh, Universal has been trying to actually, because Universal owns a lot of the monster movie rights. You know, Frankenstein, Dracula, all this kind of stuff. Now, back in the day, uh, are, are actually supposed to be like, they're kind of like, Avenger startup movie was that new release of uh, Dracula movie that came out. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of that. Like, uh, oh, the I, I, for some reason I don't want to call it the true story of Dracula, but I know that's not what it's called. But um, that might be or Dracula. Yeah, that's, that's close to what it is. It's like or, Dracula Awakens or, or something Dracula, like that. Dracula: The Untold Story. Uh, or something. Yeah, something like yeah. that. The Untold Story. And it story talks about of how he got into drugs. You know. Yeah, you know, he was a, he was a <laughs> strung out rock band, you know, artist, and then he's all he met this and then girl. And he got clean and started drinking real people's blood yeah, and then testing just before. Weird. He, but, yeah. but basically, Anyways. what Universal has been trying to do is actually rebuild like the monster movie franchise. Basically, like do like a Frankenstein movie, do a Dracula movie, do you know Mummy, so on and so forth, and then actually make like an Avengers. Team team up almost kind of thing uh which is have been the rumors i don't know if they're true or not but i remember hearing about this but of course with all these remakes and reboots so apparently uh angelita angelina jolie has been wanted from uh by universal for the bride of frankenstein remake uh which is really kind of awkward because i don't know honestly they're going to give us probably a new twist of this but actually technically the bride of frankenstein even that movie she doesn't talk at all she just screams like That's in the act- in the actual uh uh We don't it, need uh, Angelina Jolie to talk. Yeah, but you never know. She'll be like, I'm a director. I was Laura uh, Croft at one point. She's she's hot. That's that's <sighs> all we need. Honestly, I don't no, not for me. Really? Yeah, huh. she just doesn't don't get me wrong, she's probably she's a great actress with certain movies she's in. Uh she does very good uh director work and stuff like that. Like nothing against her, but honestly I, I like don't get me wrong, she shows up at my door and wants to bang, I'm gonna bang her. Like I'm not gonna be like no no, but yeah, it doesn't not really I don't find her that attractive. I think the problem is is probably the first movie I ever saw her in was Gone in Sixty Seconds and her with, oh, with dreadlocks. Dreads, yeah. I was like, I'm done. So um <laughs> I think the first movie I saw her in was Laura Croft. So yeah, so I mean, you gotta like. I'm, I'm pretty oh, sure. I'm sorry, Lara. Lara Croft. Yeah, they totally fucked that off. Yeah. Um, well, it's not as yeah, bad as Ung. So. Yeah, you know, I should have been yeah in that uh, movie. You know, Laura Croft in the <laughs> Temple of uh, you know, because uh, I wasn't gone in sixty uh, seconds. The you Temple know? of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> no, the Temple of the uh, you Doom? know. Uh, uh, national treasure protector. Uh, yeah, I want to do a weatherman. Just start naming all I, I, I wanted to do a wicker man kind of story, you know, but the weatherman wasn't right, and then there was all so much con air involved. And every time I name a movie, I get paid for it. So it's a good publicity thing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, this actually was first announced in uh, 2009 for a, a Bride re uh, redo. Uh, but I'm guessing like. Um, 
a bunch of things has fall through. But the original Bride of Frankenstein was uh, directed by James Wales and starring uh, Boris Karloff, who played obviously the monster, <laughs> and uh, Elis uh, Lancher as the uh, tutor- uh, the traditional bride. Uh, con- uh, continuing the story that began with uh, the 1931's Frankenstein, uh, which is actually kind of funny because if you actually watch those movies and not read the books, the Bride of Frankenstein actually takes more from um, the actual little little literature of the original Frankenstein book than the actual first Frankenstein movie does. So I thought so basically, and they actually line up pretty well, even though I think the movies were released maybe either a year apart or two years apart. So um, pretty good on that. So you have anything to add? Is this something you would like to see? I mean, honestly, we haven't seen a. I mean, the last Frankenstein movie that was made before the Victor Frankenstein has come out now, but Young uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> no, it's I like, think there's something after that, but. Uh, but I'm just trying to remember the last kind of reboot we had of an actual Frankenstein story. I guess. It's been um, a while. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there was that um, Frankenstein movie with uh, the guy who played Harvey Dent. Do you remember seeing that movie? Do you remember nope. hearing about it? Oh, I think it was called I, Frankenstein. I might be wrong oh. on that title, but it was actually a pretty good movie. It was, wasn't really, it didn't really focus so much on the fact that he was Frankenstein's monster as much as, you know, I'm going to be a badass guy who's just going out and kicking ass and some girl gets taken, so therefore I'm going to take her home so I'm going to bang her. But, um... I'm surprised but, I did not see this movie then. <laughs> it was a pretty good movie. Like, yeah, sounds like in my uh, wheelhouse. Uh, no, I was kidding about the banging card, oh. unfortunately. I yeah. wish that would... That would have been awesome. And I would, unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> but the girl is hot. So, you know, just pause it at the right times, I guess. Okay. Um, pause but, and toss? Yes. Okay. Sure. But actually... No, you've never heard the, of it? No. Okay, this is actually from uh, Holmberg's Morning Sickness, so I'm very surprised you haven't seen it, but Pause and Toss is basically, you have a bunch of normal movies in your wheelhouse, but they have some of those scenes where you see boobs and stuff like that, that you can have in your collection that people would not go, oh, that's a good movie, but I have no idea that you sometimes pull that movie out, go to that scene and just, wicka, 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 yeah, yeah, all over your face and neck and chest. So it's sort of like if you have Black Swan just for that one scene. Yeah, when she turns into a swan, which is yeah, oh, I jerked gosh. off so much that. It's <laughs> like, yeah, swan. But no, um going back to the Bride of Frankenstein yes. thing, I think that Angelina Jolie actually does have the look for it, especially since they have um the picture of the original Bride of Frankenstein side by side with Angelina Jolie. I don't know when this was taken, but it looks like it's relatively recent. Mm-hmm. And it looks like she does have the like the right like facial structure and it looks like she could pull it off and she's a good enough actress to pull it off, I think. So Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm all for it. Like, I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, again, if you're going to do a reboot of an old classic horror, I mean, technically, I would love to see a remake of the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, but I would That'd like, awesome. but I would like to not see it CGI'd. I would like to actually them go back to traditional and actually use like a rubber. I mean, especially with the makeup and tools they have today, it could look fantastic. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm always for those old, old movies. It's like they haven't really even touched upon that. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I love Jason. I love all those kind of ones. But I'm like, we've seen these reboots happen fairly recently. But some of these old classic, you know, monster movies. I mean, the last classic monster movie they tried to make was Wolfman. And that was just, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved all the actors in and stuff like that. But the story was way too predictable. Yeah, and, and I guess would... and and kind of drugged it. It dragged it out way too much to get to the actual point that I need to get to. 
I actually have a great story about that. So Ooh. I was working. At, well, it's a funny story. No. I was working. You're, like, you're no. going to have more sexy. <laughs> Anna, we're trying to bring listeners in. We need to have more sexy stories. At least say it's sexy like. Okay. I was working at Harkins. That's and not was... sexy. <laughs> Seduce the listeners. I'm not good at seduction. Sorry. <sighs> I'm just like, hey, do you want to have sex? <laughs> That's my poor point. Actually, the shitty part is it probably actually works like 95% of the time. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, women have um, it so easy. <laughs> well, I mean, all I have to do in order for foreplay, quote unquote, is just start taking my clothes off and I'm good. Um, That's true. Anyways, so I was working at Harkins and uh, I was in the box office and the this woman came up to the window and she was like uh, so it wolfman the movie the the came out obviously and this woman i had this question a couple times and i didn't really know what to say to it they would come up and be like excuse me what's wolfman about and so the first after the first couple times it was just like it's about this dude that's a werewolf and so this woman comes up and she goes excuse me can you tell me what wolfman's about and she's like standing there with her two daughters or whatever i was like it's about this guy that's a werewolf and she goes can you go into more detail than that i'm like that's about as much detail as i can get (laughs) and then she kind of like got irritated but i'm like i don't know what you want me to say it's called wolfman it's about a guy that turns into a werewolf like you you can't really i'd be like like, it starts at a dark cold I hadn't even seen the movie at and that point. I love how a like man who oh, runs into a oh, gypsy. You know cat. what I love hmm. is whenever people like whenever you work at Harkins or any movie theater, um, people will come up to you and since you work there, they assume that you've seen every single movie. So they're like, "Oh, is this a movie any good?" I'm like, "I don't know why the oh, hell." Oh, see, I, I would just lie movie? to them. I'd be like, "Oh my, yeah, oh, dude, okay." I laughed. I cried. I'll put it this way, dude. Okay, I'm not big on Oscars, but this movie gets the Oscar, and they're like, "Really." Dracula dead and loving it. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, there's some pretty bad ones. Or Planet 51. Whew, terrible Planet movie. 51. Jesus. I think it was Planet 51. It was some kids movie. Anyways, but then the best part about that story is she got she decided on whatever movie or whatever. And keep in mind, I have a circle that's about maybe six inches tall, maybe mm-hmm. a little shorter to hand the tickets and the cards through and everything. Yeah. And she goes, and can I get a large popcorn? And I'm like, and there's a sheet of glass separating us. Yes. And I'm using a radio to talk to her. And I said, oh, you get that at the, at con- the concession stand. And she goes, oh, is that the big counter inside? <laughs> I was like, yes. And Wait. then my TL, of course, my team lead is standing right behind me. She's like, oh, my God, did she just say that? I'm like, shut up. Like, she's standing right there. She's like, this glass isn't. Yeah, I'm like, it's not one way. Come it's on. not a one-way mirror glass <laughs> thing here. This glass is bulletproof, though, right? Because I'm pretty sure she's going to come back and shoot right? us. But um, that was just one of my favorite stories. Oh, and then my other favorite story is whenever I was working at Harkins and I had this old guy come up to me and he's like, can I get two seniors for the black guy movie? And I went, <laughs> no. And I went, The Dark Knight? And he goes, yeah, that. I was like. He walks out ah. like 20 minutes in. This movie was crap. There was no black people in it at all. <laughs> Except for, uh, except well, for that, I was trying to except think for that about, Morgan Freeman character. No, I was literally going, okay, it's is the there way, a Medea no. movie out? Or, <laughs> <laughs> no, it must be the freaking Dark Knight. And he's like, yeah, that one. I'm like, Alrighty. For the black guy movie. Yeah. Very Two nice. seniors for the black guy movie. You're like, oh, you grew up in the 
20s, didn't you? Um, <laughs> okay, so You're anyways, welcome. here's another reboot. Uh, we're coming to Tom Cruise in talks to star in the Mummy reboot. Now, I don't know if they're talking about the original Mummy with Boris Karloff, or are they talking about the Brandon Fraser Mummy movie, which is more action-packed and so on and so forth. Um, both movies, actually, I'll put it this way. Um, I actually liked the Mummy movie uh, with Brandon Fraser when it came out. I thought it was a great idea. It was a cool twist. It gave you a little bit of like, oh, okay, this has got some action to it. Uh, making it an entire franchise, I think, was a bad idea. Yeah. Because um, <clears throat> literally, I think when it got to the third movie, where it was a brand new Mummy, and it was Jet Li, but the fact that they had a fucking bunch of Yetis in there for whatever reason, I was like, I'm done. Not to be mean, but I don't think, like, the first Mummy <clears throat> movie barely stood on its own. So I don't... No, like... I think it did pretty well, actually. Yeah. No, but that's the problem. It was, a, it was a movie designed for one movie. Exactly. It was basically... Yeah. Okay, I'll put it this way. It wasn't a block... It, 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 was a, it was a summer popcorn flick. That's all it was, and that's all it ever will be. It wasn't a movie that goes, oh, my God, if you have not seen The Mummy, you have not lived yet. It's not one of those movies. It's basically how I look at all the Transformer movies. They're a great popcorn flick, but I don't sit there going, this is a real in-depth movie. I, I'm going to learn so I much. I loved the first Transformers movie. No, I it's a it great, great movie. I thought that they really screwed the pooch on the second movie, especially with all of the, like... Okay, literally, I was watching the second movie, and I could not tell the difference between any of the Transformers, Decepticons, no anything, and the voices were annoying, and then that stupid little fucking humping robot, I wanted to punch him in the fucking face, I hate that little thing. Coming next um, week is our new podcast calling I Hate Transformers, <laughs> Autobots, Transform, and Shut the Fuck Up. <laughs> Although I still like Bumblebee. And Everybody then it pissed Bumblebee. me off, like, well, it didn't piss me off, but I really hated the British chick, like, the love interest in the third one. I thought she was terrible. Uh, okay, I'll put it this way. All three of those, um, all the last three movies were terrible, even the one with Mark Wahlberg. Basically, the only thing that saved me with the Mark Wahlberg one was the fact that I was watching with my brother, because there's a, literally a fucking bullshit moment. Okay, the movie's been out for a while. It's on Netflix right now, the Revenge of the Fall and everything like that. I'll put it this way. Okay, at the end of the movie, Optimus takes that piece of whatever the fuck it was from something and it was all like this will never fall in the wrong hands again and then he just like rockets off into space and i'm sitting there going like wait a minute you could have done this at any point in the movie but you decided to wait at the two hour and 45 minute mark to do this yeah fuck you and even mark Wahlberg was like what no where's he going i think we just found a transformer oh uh, but anyway, so back to the Tom Cruise and Toxic Star in the Mummy reboot. Um, so would he be the Mummy? That's what I'm curious. Are they going to be doing the original Mummy? Because Boris Karloff was the Mummy, and then he slowly like gets all of his you know skin back and everything. Then he starts coming back to like you know life and everything like that. So I don't know if they're going to do it that way, or they're going to try to do a reboot of the Brendan Fraser one, which I'm like, please don't. Yeah. Um, like I said. Well, I I'm just curious how they're going to make the Mummy look tall. Oh, okay. Believe me, they've been making they've been making Tom Cruise look tall since fucking uh, what's it called? Uh, Mission Impossible. Top, I would say Top Gun for crying oh, out loud. Oh yeah, I forgot about him that and Val one. Kilmer for crying out loud. He's like, I'm right here with Val Kilmer, but in real life, I'm uh, I'm down here. He's <laughs> up here. I don't know why I gave him an accent. Uh, yeah, I don't think that Tom Cruise is Australian. Which is actually another weird thing is they're actually doing a re they're doing Top Gun two. Why? I said why, and I'm also, Val Kilmer's got to lose some weight. Yeah, no mm, shit. Mm, mm, um, well, I at least was Batman not... for a minute, then I became the Batman. 
Oh, shit. Wait, hold on. I just... Batman to Fat Man? Okay. John Spadden is uh, pining the script, plot details, and... Sorry. I just wanted to... You're good. I'm just trying to get Google Chrome to pull back up because it decided to quit on me. Okay. This is what they're doing. Okay. Okay. Now that I have the plot and everything that from the thing... Okay. Unlike the previous three installments starring Brendan Fraser, Cruz isn't expected, expected to produce, but he will play a major part in development. Okay. Characters from the Monster Universe films are expected to crop up in each other's installments. Okay, so this is the thing I was talking about where they're trying to do like an Avenger-style title in film. So basically they're trying to bring back all the Universal Monsters and then do a huge mashup. Dude, if we get, an, if we get another version of Monster Squad, that'd be awesome. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what Monster Squad is, sorry. I oh, assume but, it's just a bunch of monsters. But it will be it will be a while because Cruz is in currently filming Jack Reacher Never Go Back to the first one and Luna Park and Mission Impossible 6. Wait, they're making a sixth Mission Stop making Mission Impossibles, people. No, you and know don't what? make another Jack Reacher film. We got one. We get it. Tom Cruise thinks he's a badass. Stop it. Uh, okay, this is the problem. Though. Just, you have you have stop. to realize Mission Impossible did 3 movies and then was dead. And then J.J. Abrams came back and was all like, I could do another one. And then Busa, just like Fast and the Furious, Fast and the Furious did three movies. And that cameo at the end of that movie of Vin Diesel and all the screen testing made everyone go apeshit. That's why there's so many movies now. Like, every year there's a new one. I can't even keep up with the Fast and the Furious. It's so Fast and Furious, I don't even know where to start. I will say it does make me furious every time they come out with a new Fast and Furious because it's stupid. And But they've realized they, this is the problem. The market for these people are people who just want to sit in the theater away from the heat, especially if you're in Arizona, eat yeah. popcorn, and just turn their brains off. These aren't movies for you to sit there and go, well, I like how the car was flipping because it's just like a 1974 yeah, Don Viper. Like, no, no one cares. They're just like, yeah! I'm shoot assuming that guy that in that's the, face. the only reason why the Expendables movies are so popular still. Oh, yeah. that's Sylvester yeah. Stallone nailed it with that. He's like, look, I'm just going to get a bunch of my buddies. We're just going to blow shit up. The story line is stupid so you know he doesn't care all i gotta do is i'm in it arnold's in it this guy's in it everything's great yeah yeah pretty much basically people found a niche and they know how to do it but this is one actually this one is interesting i can totally see this as a series i'm just very surprised that somebody actually important is going to be starring in this so tremors is yeah. getting a series reboot and apparently starring kevin bacon in the works Woo! So I'm just also curious if his co-star is going to come back and be in it as well. I forget who he is, but um, but yeah, it looks like they're planning on um, yeah. So Universal uh, Cable Productions and uh, Bloomhouse Productions are developing a show based on the 1990 cult favorite about the giant killer worms, a movie that spawned four direct-to-video sequels. That's that's always comforting. Um, there was a previous TV version as well as a 13-episode Tremor the series that aired on Sci-Fi Channel in 2013. 2003. 2003. Now you're, like, jumping in the show. Well, I'm reading along with you on my phone because your computer decided to start logging off. Oh, well, I told you there was going to be a problem. Now I have to look at that to see what the problem is. Why is it lo What did it log off for? I don't know. It's just Google Chrome just decided to quit, and then it was just like logging off. So I was like, okay, I guess oh. I'm doing this for my phone from now on. All right. Well, maybe you need to time. get you need to get your thing fixed. I anyway, know, so I know. I'm working on it. Early this year, Bacon said he loved to revisit the character. I love to do something else with Tremors and revisit the character. 25 years later, he said, part of what a great about the movie is there are next to no digital effects. The monsters are done with puppetry, and it's still 
still off, funny, and scary. It's a cool accomplishment, which is actually really true when it came out for its time. Um, especially it finally gave us uh, people in the desert something to fear, because before we are like, Jaws, we don't have water! We don't have a we don't have national monuments. Aliens aren't coming here, and now they're just like, oh, there's these weird creatures that live in the ground and can just come up from the sand. We're like, we're covered with sand. The entire ah shit. <laughs> yeah, actually, so true story. Um, whenever I was little, I saw. Whenever I was like six years old was the first time I saw Jaws. Actually, no, I take that back. I think it was about seven or eight. But I didn't want to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom because I thought Jaws was going to come out of the floor and eat me. Um, then I got a little bit older and I was like, hey, you know what? You know, it's the, not the ocean. You know, there's no way that a shark can get this far in land unless we have land sharks. And, you know, unless it's Saturday Night Live, I don't think we do. Um, or Sharknado. Mm. But so then I was like, OK, you know what? It's not something to worry about. Then I saw Tremors and I was like, well, fuck that. <laughs> so I pretty much just held it until the morning sometimes because I was like, I don't want to get out of bed and get eaten because of the one of those things heard me walking. It was very frightening. Gonna eat your face now. Ooh, okay. So I think that's gonna wrap up all of our uh, movie horror movie news and stuff like that. But. With I did saw this, I did see this, and I actually want to put one together of our own that we'll look around. But this is um, here's some uh, holiday gift giving guide for that horror fan in your life. Uh, here's just a couple of ones. This is from a list from Shock Till You Drop uh, website, but it looks like they have someone. So apparently there's one uh, movie I did not see this one. Um, it just it probably just came out a couple years but a month maybe a couple of months ago i know it came out this year but uh good night mommy i remember seeing the trailer to this and it was really kind of freaky uh, basically a quiet uh never uh let's see oh yeah so this is a german film uh, yeah it came out it was the scariest film of 2015 um it's basically a uh their mother goes in for plastic surgery but when she comes back she's not the mother they remember or Ooh. she's not even their mother so to um uh, Two uh, twin boys have to figure out what to do with this this problem. Um, where are you taking this thing? Yeah, where are you taking this? Uh, there's this uh, Alan uh, Edgar Allen uh, Poe's a black cat. Uh, now on uh, let's see this full disclosure. Uh, looks so like it's a. It's box a I think it's a collection of movies. That one is. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be Black Cat. Um, Let's see. Oh, there's Black Cats, then there's Black Cat, and then there's uh, your... I can't even read half of the stuff. Oh, there it is. Uh, your uh, Vice is a locked door. Only I have the key. Um, so it's a it's a new um, blue uh, race set that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, great gift, apparently, according to this. Ah, oh, this is actually a crazy, crazy one you're going to have, is the Hellraiser, the... Uh, the yes. pretty much collection. Yeah, I um, saw that. I kind of want that now, just because just um, to have it. Yeah, it looks like you get. Uh, looks like you get four films. Um, um, yeah, I'm it looks not like, interested unless I get all nine. Well, this is Hellraiser, Hellraiser two, Hellraiser three, and then. Uh, Revelations? No, that's. Oh, actually, it looks like it's a. Uh, it says the Clive Barker uh, legacy. So maybe it's actually just the first three films. This is probably like the first three that he wanted to do, and then maybe like a documentary. But it has some cool. Uh, it has an art book, um, uh, a poster. Looks like it comes with, and a couple of uh, stills. I just 
Hellraiser coloring book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Hellraiser coloring book. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Oh, man, I'm, I, this is why, wow, I'm really glad I'm never having kids, because would, I would be a terrible mother. I'd be like, here you go, kids, go color the Hellraiser coloring book. Here's a bunch of red crayons. Go next. Um, then there's also uh, Nicholas uh, Winding Reef. Uh, looks like it's uh, the act of seeing. I have no idea what this is, but it looks like a... Oh, it looks like it's a huge, massive uh, coffee table book from FB Fab Press. Um, it looks like it's a bunch of uh, stuff from filmmakers' work today, sending visual tours and underbelly of cinema, which is kind of cool. Uh, this one is probably right up your alley because I think it has a lot of stuff from H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. But the illustration history of art, the art of horror, uh, which getting is getting really popular. Like nobody knew Reddit. who he was till what? Uh, well, according to some people, oh, it's a hipster thing. Now the problem is, is no, uh, it's not. <laughs> what this is exactly what usually happens is a bunch of people knows about this stuff and they share this kind of stuff, and then the media gets a hold of it and they start making things popular. But um, this has uh, stuff from uh, movie theater posters to uh, comic books. Uh, it's another great uh, coffee table. Of course, the coolest part about this is it has a, a forward by uh, Neil Gaiman, who's uh, best known for writing stuff like Batman and. A bunch of other – I think he also did Sandman, if I'm not mistaken, but my comic knowledge might be off on that one. But, yeah. Um, another cool one is uh, Alien Eggs uh, you can get, Ooh. Uh, which is kind of cool. So look for those. And then this one um, is – I just died laughing when I saw this – is the Tar Man action figure um, from Return of the Night of the Living Dead. Tar Man? Yeah. Uh, the thing was creepy when it freaking came out. Um then, of course, you can get the uh, season three of Hannibal. Um, I've not seen the other two, but I know Eric's watched and he said it was pretty good. Hannibal, Hannibal. Um, Hannibal. This one might actually, this might probably be the thing you're going to buy, but you can buy the Sam <gasps> Christmas ornament. What? Uh, yeah, so you can go ahead and check it out. A trick-or-treat uh, horror icon Sam character. Uh, any horror fan would love this uh, sucker hanging from their branches at... 1999. So if you remember back in episode two, we were talking about the movie Trick or Treat and they had the little character Sam, which is like a little pumpkin head kid. And I would totally get that. It's a Christmas ornament. Yeah, they have a Christmas ornament. You actually recommend it. And I will say we'll say this now. Uh, you said this. So I want to say it now. So in case it does happen in the near future, you heard it here first. But Anna said a great uh, uh, pop vinyl would be Sam from Trick yes, or Treat. Yes, I would buy the shit out of that. So, yeah, but those are just a little trick. Uh, those are just a little bit of treats to put out there for people who are looking for some horror gift guides. Of course, we'll probably try to look around and put our own list together. Actually, a really good gift to probably get somebody who's a horror fan. We'll probably get them a subscription to Horror Block. Uh, yeah, buddy. But we'll talk about that later but that's all of our movie news and little updates with that but uh, before we leave you kids as always we watched a movie now trying to get ready for the holiday season is kind of hard there's a lot of good holiday classics out there and there's also a lot of turds out there we decided to go with the classic turd <laughs> jack frost now i'm not talking about the michael keaton film i'm talking about jack frost back in 1997 um wonderful movie great movie um now the only person that i think came out out of this thing on top was, uh, I believe, Shannon Elizabeth was in this movie. 
Uh, everybody else I've never heard of and never heard from them again. I could be wrong on that. Some of them do have links on the Wikipedia page. But I will give you a little bit of this background. So Jack Frost is an American horror comedy film written and directed by Michael Cooney and was released in 1997. So, so just wanted to jump in really quick. I like how I try to give them something and you just... No, what? I just wanted to point out the fact that it says... That it was directed by Michael Cooney, but funny enough, it doesn't list any other movies that he's written or directed. <laughs> Not even the sequel? Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't say that. I can check and make sure, but I don't think he's done much else. Uh, it was written by him, and but uh, but yeah, no, if he did not do the sequel, that means somebody else took that stupid idea and was like, this needs a sequel. Usually it's, uh, but anyways, so uh, 1997, the movie takes place in a fictional town of Snowmonton, uh, which is just like, I guess, trying to make fun of a snow mountain and then Montana. Um, hmm. But anyways, uh, it's a one week before Christmas, a truck carrying a serial killer, Jack Frost, uh, to his execution crashes into a genetics truck, which genetically... Genetic mutates genetically uh, yeah genetically uh, oh genetically genetic material there we go the genetic material causes jack body to mutate there's the mutate and fuse together with the snow on the ground you know this is just an academy award written it just writes itself uh jack is presumed dead and his body melts away however he comes back as a killer snowman and takes revenge on the man who finally caught him the sheriff sam tyler so looks like he Wrote and directed the first one. Mm-hmm. Wrote and directed the second one. There we go. Um, and then wrote about, let's see, one, two, three, three more movies, and then was the creator of a TV movie called Runner. Mm. And then I guess he's writing the screenplay for a movie called Argonaut. What I want to know is why are people still giving him work? Oh, oh. Oh, I saw this little news, which we'll touch upon in the bottom. Okay, I got a little. I I just got a little happy about it because I just saw two names. I'm like, this could actually work. Um. Okay. So anyway, so the film is about 89 minutes long. Came out November 18th of 1997. Um. But yeah, we'll talk about. Uh. We'll, basically, we just gave you kind of the plot. So as you can assume that Jack comes back and he comes back as a snowman, and then he'll. Basically, kind of freezes over, I guess, with him wreaking havoc on the small, this quiet little mountain town. Um, so, right off the bat, the movie's terrible. <laughs> it's it basically from the, beginning to end. Beginning it's to end, it is terrible. It takes forever to get to where it needs to get to. I will say this though: the death scenes are hilarious. They are so bad that they're good. Especially when best rape scene ever. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, this is the only movie that I know of that I know of. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know. You can give me a list. This is the movie I only I know of that a that a a female gets raped to death by a snowman. Um. So anyway, so yeah, some well, of the technically deaths... it's by a carrot that used to be his nose. Yeah. 
Anyways, but uh, yeah, so basically, uh, death st- mysterious deaths start happening throughout the town. They're trying to. I, I just want to talk about the one time the kids getting this one kid's getting bullied. He's like, out of the way, I'm gonna sled, and like he hits like the snowman, and the snowman gets angry, and then all of a sudden, like the oh, he trips the kid, and one kid is going down the sled area, and the guy knocks off the head of the snowman. That yeah, the kid was working, and on. basically then he the snowman trips him. And then the what I love is the sled just comes right by, cuts the kid's head off. It's literally like uh, I would have to say these are the sharpest sleds I've ever seen. <laughs> like it was literally, and the head goes flying up, and you're just like, okay. So th- basically, they decided, okay, we're not gonna do innovation kind of deaths. We're just gonna try to murder people in the stupidest, gruesome ways as possible to get this ball moving. And also, just to put this into perspective a little bit, because I have a scientific mind and I'm annoying like that. Um, Back in the days of the French Revolution, whenever they had the guillotine, mm-hmm. part of the reason why it dropped from that height is so that it could pick up the speed and the like. it would be heavy enough to actually chop the person's head off. Mm-hmm. And it didn't always work. Sometimes they had to drop it like two or three times to get it to slice. Yeah. And that was razor sharp. Yes. So if you can't slice through someone's head with a guillotine, that is one ridiculous... Ridiculously heavy, ridiculously awesome sled. Well, maybe he bought the sled from Guillotine RS. I don't know. Maybe. Damn French. Stop yeah. giving us sleds. You're oh, killing oh, kids. This is what we do. We, oh. give, we, give you, we give you the sled and we hope that you trip and your head gets cut off. But it doesn't seem to happen except in Jack Frost. Very weird. Um, yeah, so basically... Um, Terribly great movie. Terribly great movie. I mean, there's not really... Basically, if you have 89 minutes to kill, I will say this. The uh, Shannon Elizabeth is in it. Yes, you do get to see her get raped by Snowman. Spoiler alert, the movie has been out since 1997. Um, it's kind of hot. It is. Actually, yeah, it's just funny. But it's just funny just to see how she kind of took off. Now, of course, we ha- we did mention... Now, uh, before we, I give you the, the... There was a sequel, which we'll probably end up watching. Um... Yes, we have to because yeah. I know the sequel is gonna. Because you're just like, where? How bad? Okay, to me it's like, where can you go from here? And they figured it out, and you're just like, I want to really know how they got from point A to this sequel. Like, I really do. I just want to know how they got from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, let alone creating another a sequel. So um, I really don't like. I'm looking back. I'm like, wow. Like, what company would sit there and go? Hmm. I'm gonna make it. I'm going to go ahead and fund this movie. And what idiot editor, after watching that movie, said, "You know what? This is good enough. We'll go ahead and release it." Like, uh. but, but here we go. So we're gonna break down before we jump into our uh, <clears throat> our little uh, rating system. We'll see what IMDb gave it. Uh, they gave it. If this ad would go away, four point five stars out of ten. Um. And then we'll pull up Rotten Tomatoes. So that's that's that Rotten rating. Rotten Tomatoes made me laugh. Okay, um, what is Rotten? Did you do you have it? Yes, I do. So the tomato meter for the audience mm-hmm. was thirty percent. <laughs> no, it gets better. Okay. The tomato meter for the um the oh what's it called the the oh, fuck critics critics there we go was seven percent. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen one that that's low. And also, I was looking at it. It looks like there was, uh, in all the critical reviews, or all, actually, all 14 reviews of this movie, there's one 
person that said it was fresh and the rest of them uh. <laughs> and then it literally said uh in making it horribly bad jack frost is at the very least entertaining and is there anything else you could ask for from a b-movie about a serial killing snowman so even in the one that says it's fresh it still admits it's a terrible movie okay so now i have to research this one so apparently oh no oh no did it oh yeah it is 2015 okay so this is the stuff that uh, that got me excited, and I actually want to now see this. So, of course, there was Jack Frost 2, and I love how they have to call, they have to actually give it like a sub, you know, title at the right. end of it. So, Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killing Snowman. Okay, but this is intriguing right now. So, in 2016, the remake of the film of the same name, starring Tom Hardy as Jack Frost, what? and Simon Pegg as Sam Tiller. Ah! I am on board with that. Oh, I am so down for that. Because uh, right off the bat, if they know what they're getting into, which is, I, I want to look if Simon Pegg's <laughs> actually writing or directing this thing, but holy crap. I, I just want to see a snowman with Tom Hardy's voice. I am <laughs> th- that. Uh, okay, this is a movie that I didn't even think deserves a reboot, but after seeing these two people involved with it, this is going to be great. So I think next year oh, for the holiday season, we will hopefully have this. And I hope this is just what it says in Wikipedia. I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently. Oh, please be true. I want this to be true so bad. Um. That would be so amazing. Oh god, that'd be so great. So that that's my little that's my takeaway from this bad film is we will get a remake with, with these Simon two Pegg and, and Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy, which is ah! fucking ridiculous to hear that in the thing. So well, it's fucking ridiculous. I will say to this: say if those they, two names together, if they're smart, if they're smart, cameo by Shannon Elizabeth. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe she'll get raped to death again. <laughs> no, I think her pay grade is a little bit above that now, um, eh, but you never know. But yeah, so I'm I'm super excited for that now. But uh, so for our rating system now, we need to come up with a rating system. If you guys have any ideas, I have no idea how we want to do think it. Like one out of ten is good. Or yeah, but I want to give it like a cool like you know how they have like the tomatoes and the fresh and stuff like that, and then I want to give it like a. Like I'm a scale own. from bland to bloody. <laughs> you could give that. I don't know. It's again. Like we'll be barely working spattered. on. We'll work on that. Barely spattered. Ooh, that's actually not bad. Uh, so is that like? That's like two. That's a two. Barely spattered. I'm well, gonna I have mean, to give on it... a scale from like one to five of bloody popcorns. Like. Oh, okay. That's what we're doing. One through five. Yeah, because okay. that's a little easier to manage. So then it's like one through five. Like you could do like one and a half, two and a half, like one and a nub, two and a nub. You know. Um, but yeah. On a scale from plain to bloody, I would say it's barely spattered in the greatness factor. Blood-wise, it's actually like up in like the fours for how bloody it is. Because, I mean, there's a surprising amount of blood for it all being in the snow and a yes. snowman doing it all. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that makes it. I would say uh, for I give him I give him a a for effort. I give him an yeah a for effort. I, I fuck I give him a for creativity nonetheless. Eh. Just like really. Like, like what I mean by really is, you know, this guy wrote this just like, I need something. He's like, I just need something to turn in. And then a studio went ahead and said, yes, <laughs> let's make this movie. So, so I give him major props for his presentation. Because and not only he actually was able to get this movie made, not only get that one made, but get a sequel out yeah. of it. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I would probably give it a like a splattering of uh 
blood for you know the the story is lacklustery and everything like that but um you know what uh, for the for the creativity of some of the deaths that are very very far fetched uh kudos um I still like the sled with the one <laughs> and the head just comes right off um but yeah I think that's uh that's gonna wrap up that thing I'm excited for this little bit of news I just found out about. Jack Frost, which is funny. So if you people are hearing this now, I guarantee nobody's reviewing Jack Frost right Wait, now. So what's your your rating of it? Oh, I gave it two splats for the oh, okay. thing, two? and then okay. I gave it probably like four for just the uh, the, the bizarre factor. and horror. The well, not the horror factor, just the uh, the stupid way they kill people, but very kind of like creative way. Yeah, where it's it just was, like they yeah, did they like did do a good job of the the killings at least. Mm-hmm, like they changed that. it up from the normal like. Oh, He's got a chainsaw. Yeah, like that's the thing. Well, not again. even that, but I mean, some of the some of the things I thought he was gonna do, I thought he was just gonna freeze people. Like he froze like maybe one person. Yeah, um, they and, change it up every time. Uh, and like the one I did not see coming, where he steals the axe and literally just takes the axe and jams it down some guy's throat. Yeah, you're I like, was oh, going to chop his Yeah, head. I thought he was oh, just chopping. Oh, shit. so I mean, they <laughs> did they did have some creative deaths. I will say that. I mean, they were pretty corny because it's not like. You can't take it really seriously anyway with a snowman. It's just like, hey, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, but, whenever um, his voice sounds like that, you're kind of like, really? But, yeah, now I'm looking yeah. forward to this, hopefully, this not rumored but real uh, reboots or remake of Jack Frost. So um, That would be amazing. But as I was saying, we saw the original. We talked about the original. We mentioned this. So if it comes out to m- next year and people are like, ah, you heard it here first, kids. We Because I have not heard this at all. And also, if anyone knows how to suggest, like, like if there's, like, a suggestion box or something like that for the pop vinyls, let me know so I can request a Sam pop vinyl. And if it comes out and we get enough likes, we will send one of you people a Sam pop vinyl. I will fund it personally. No, no, along no. With a Even better. What we'll do is once we get to uh, 50 likes... Okay. What we can do is we can send out a if a if your Sam one gets uh if it gets made or whatnot. But what we can do, I'll put it this way: we get to 50 likes. What I like to do is every time we reach a certain goal, either with Twitter or uh, so if we get to 100 likes on Twitter, we'll have a prize, or 100 follows on Twitter, we'll get a prize. If we get 50 likes on the Facebook page, and every 50 we get on the Facebook page, we'll give out a prize. Same with Twitter, every 100 we'll give a prize. So. Whoever gets us to 50, we will post just – we're at 50. All you have to do is very easy. You have to like, you have to share, and you can comment. It sh- raises your chances. And we'll go ahead and find a horror pop vinyl. We won't tell you what it is, but we'll find one, and whoever wins that contest will send it out to you. Well, I am going to say if the Sam pop vinyl gets made, I don't care how many likes. I'm sending it out to somebody because if you guys help – well, if you guys can help us get it made, I am giving that away to somebody because that is just – fucking awesome that's fine but way to shit on my contest thing that we like to do so anyways if you can get us to 50 likes we will start sending out prizes yes we'll have contests and stuff like that but if you want to do the it'll be fun i promise no no okay so (laughs) i think that's gonna wrap it up uh i don't have a movie for next week because oh wait yes we do Uh, no we don't Oh, we don't? Because that comes out on Friday, and our podcast gets released Thursday. Oh, yeah. So we have to come up with a movie to watch before. I guess we could watch the one that we just watched last night, Mimic. But since oh, I'm trying yeah. to go in with the holiday season, I'll just have to find something during the holiday weekend and quickly watch that. But before we go, because I did say we have a monster spotlight of the week, we'll mm-hmm. close out the show on this. So if you guys do like this part of the podcast, we're going to try to find you know creatures and things and tell you where they came back and stuff like that. But we have uh, we're going to talk about Krampus because it is going to be the uh, Halloween, um, not the Halloween, but the holiday season 
uh, upon us soon. Christmas. T- yeah, soon. Well, it's just a holiday. Christmas. Holidays. Krampus um, is related to Christmas. It's the Christmas season, and I'm excited for Christmas because Christmas is going to be awesome. And Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> but yes. And Kwanzaa, I, don't, I still don't know what Kwanzaa is, so it can go fuck itself. Very nice. Yeah, let's just turn off all the race. That wants to listen to her podcast. Anyway, so it looks like Krampus, uh, looks like uh, his origins might have started with, by the uh, 17th century, um, was incorporated into the uh, Christian winter celebration of pairing Krampus with St. Nicholas. Um, mm-hmm. Now, of course, if you guys don't know what Krampus does, Krampus is basically so... What we grew up with before everybody really kind of knew about the internet and researching all this kind of stuff was Santa... If you're good, gives you presents. If you're bad, he'd give you coal. And most of the uh, countries, I would say, like, let's see. Just, just I want to say it probably started in Norway. Well, yeah, there was Norway. I just had a list of all this stuff where it started. This Wikipedia page really isn't good for this. Uh, but, yeah, it started pretty much uh, regions in Austria. Um, the, uh, this is great podcasting right now. Um, yeah, where Okay. Um, this is modern history. I don't want modern history. Well, we can take this time while you're looking all that up, and I can mention that if you want to help, if you want to get into the holiday Christmas Kwanzaa Hanukkah theme, if Chris Hanukkahs, that's what I Chris Hanukkahs theme, um, you can always watch um, American Dad. They actually have an episode with Krampus in it. Um, and also, well, there's also an episode where uh, Santa comes after the family, and it's actually really hilarious. So, um, but what I will, because I gotta, I'm reading this now. I realize I'm gonna have to actually put together these characters a lot better than Wikipedia did, because this one's all over the place. But what I'm gonna say is, so basically, Santa would give you presents, or if you're bad, to give you coals. In other countries, before uh, we heard about it, basically, Krampus was the one who took care of all the naughty children. Basically, he would take them and torture them and, you know, spank them and stuff like that. So, yeah, so most kids probably in all over the world was like, well, I don't want some demon thing to come and kidnap me on Christmas Eve. So I'm going to be good. So Krampus was a way to put the fear into children instead of just Santa just going, ho, 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 you get coal. Yeah, it's actually, well, actually, I thought American Dad put an interesting spin on it as well. No, he did. So. Uh, but yes, Krampus is basically like to try and scare you, and not really scare you, but to basically give you a deterrent of being bad instead of just being like, oh, I get cold, I don't care. Yeah. So. But yeah, so um, yeah, so we'll post um, a couple of things about Krampus during this uh, holiday season. We'll go ahead and see the movie and then give our reviews on it, um, when that comes out. But yeah, I'll try to find a Christmas film to watch before uh, for that week, and then the next week will be... We finally actually go to the we go to the movies, which we'll call it probably or something like that. But yeah, so I think that's uh, that's all the news we have um, for this week. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving, and be safe on your Black Fridays. Try not to get hit by anyone. Yeah, try not to get hit by anybody. And uh, of course, you can find us at B Horrorcast on the Twitter. Go ahead and check out our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Not Another B Horrorcast. Give us a like so you can win those contest stuff and. Anna, do you have anything to add before we say our farewells? I have nothing to add, kids, other than just be safe over the holiday and carpe noctum.
This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.